Today, we're going to look at how Noah obeyed God without any question at all. He took God at his word. Are you ready? Come on in and let's discover more about Noah's obedience. Are you ready? Let's go. You know, it is important for us to take God at his word, believe him the first time. You know, he's sending us messages through his prophets and pastors, evangelists, apostles, and and teachers of the holy word. And we have his written word. So we need to read it and we need to be people of prayer. We also need to be people who just follow God regardless of what others may be doing. Now today, you know, I was in the Bible and Noah's story kind of stuck out to me today. He is one who took God at his word. He is one who obeyed God without hesitancy. When the word of God was given to him, he obeyed it. Let's talk about it just for a second or two, maybe a few minutes. How about that? Well, what we know is that in the sixth chapter of Genesis, God says something. God notices that the number of people on the earth increased. And as the number of people increased, so did their wickedness. This is verse number five in the sixth chapter. It says, the Lord saw how great man's wickedness on the earth had become and that every inclination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil all the time. Y'all got to remember that Genesis 3 uh, episode where the enemy came in and, you know, told Eve that she wouldn't die, you know. And as a result of the sin that she and Adam committed, man's thought that thing about knowing good and evil. Yeah, we kind of preferred that evil thing more so than the good thing because the mind of men, according to what we just read, let me read it to you again. It says every inclination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil. Yeah, not good at all. So anyway, look what happened. The Lord was grieved that he had made man on the earth and his heart was filled with pain. Y'all, we need to pause there and think about, you know, the hurt that we cause God. We often meditate on how people hurt us and we just think about the pain we feel. But do we ever think about how we could be paining God? by our disobedience and negligence to his holy word and how we mistreat one another, it pained the heart of God to see men being so wicked. And I'm sure his heart is still aching from some of the things that's occurring in this earth today. So here we see the Lord said, 
I will wipe mankind whom I have created from the face of the earth, men and animals and creatures that move along the ground and birds of the air, for I am grieved that I have made them. You know, God was was sorry at what was happening, you know, to the to the creation that he had made. Remember when he made it, he said it was good. Every day, everything he made, he said, oh, it's good. He said, oh, it's very good. That's what God said. But then when the enemy came in and just disrupted things, causing division between us and God, things just got worse and worse. We tend to gravitate towards evil more so than good notice God is going to destroy but then he says but Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord (laughs) despite the culture despite how it was wicked Noah was one who worshiped God If you keep reading, the Bible tells us that he was a righteous man, that he was blameless among the people of his time. He was one who walked with God. So what we can look at Noah and say, instead of being influenced by culture, Noah maintained an intense intimacy with God. Instead of being influenced by culture, Noah maintained an intense intimacy with God. (laughs) That's a good thing, y'all. There's a lot of things happening in the culture, but it doesn't mean you have to conform with what the culture is doing. So let's go to verse 12, uh, 11 and 12. We see that the earth was corrupt in God's sight and was full of violence. Does that remind you of anything? Does that sound like our time? Hmm. God saw how corrupt the earth had become for all the people on earth had corrupted their ways. So what God did was God spoke to Noah. He said, I am going to put an end to all people for the earth is filled with violence because of them. I am surely going to destroy them and the earth. Is an indictment against the the people be against the earth, against the inhabitants of the earth. A crime has been committed. A formal charge has been brought forth. And God is saying, hey, this I'm going to prosecute this case. Not only am I going to prosecute it, I have judged it. And now I'm handing down my sentence. What did God say he would do? And that is destroy them from the earth. Now, So God said to Noah, he continued talking to Noah. He tells Noah, go make yourself an ark of cypress wood. Make rooms in it, coat it with pitch. Then God gives Noah specific details on how to build it. Now, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking this is the first design of um, a cruise ship. (laughs) Okay, so God tells this to Noah. 
Then he tells Noah how he's going to to destroy the earth and its inhabitants. He tells them it's going to be through a flood. That's in verse 17. He says, I'm going to bring flood waters on the earth and destroy all life under the heavens. Every creature that has the breath of life in it, everything on earth will perish. But... I will establish my covenant with you and you will enter the ark, you and your wife, your sons and their wives. Then he says, bring two of all living creatures, male and female to keep them alive with you. Two of every kind of bird, every kind of animal and creature that moves along the ground will come to you to be kept alive. Then you are to take every kind of food that is to be eaten and store it away as food for you and for them. Now, when we look at this account, y'all, we can pull this out too. There's a lot of debate in culture about gender, but look, God specifically states that in order for there to be reproduction, in order for there to be recreation of a species, it has to take place with a male and a female. Now, he says so even with the animals. He says, bring two of all living creatures, male and female. And you know, that's for the repopulation. That's what it's for. Hmm. Think about that. Consider that. I wonder if there's any confusion in the animal kingdom about gender. I don't know. Hmm. Let's move on because I have gotten off track. So the Bible says Noah did everything. This is verse number 22 in this sixth chapter that the Lord commanded him. He did. He went to work right away building an ark. Now, God gave him the instructions on how to do it. It had not been done before. I have heard some say that people didn't even know what a um, ark was or even rain for that matter. But hey, I, I wasn't there. I don't know. The Bible doesn't tell us specifically if that is the case. But can you imagine Noah? Um, building this ark and i know you've you've seen uh what is that guy's name i can't even think of the, the name of the movie evan almighty you remember that movie it's a depiction of uh noah if you will building the ark and how you know people made fun of him and how things were changing so we can imagine that when noah in this biblical Count was building this ark and telling people, because people were probably asking him, Noah, what are you doing? And Noah probably told them what God said to him, because God does not tell Noah not to say anything about it, okay? So when the people of the town were noticing and observing, they probably were just like, this man is crazy. Now, this is not in the Bible. This is just, you know, my view or my imagination or how I'm seeing it, but it did not prevent Noah from continuing the work. Noah did, according to the word, what God told him to do. Now, how long did it take Noah to do it? Some said it was 120 years. So I can imagine that Noah and maybe his sons helping him building this ark, it took a while. And if it took a while, it probably shows God's mercy that maybe some in the in the town or or the 
area where Noah was would hear that word and repent, turn from their ways and believe that this thing was going to happen. But they did not. They did not. So as we go into chapter number seven, what we see are these words. The Lord said to Noah, go into the ark. So apparently Noah has finished the ark. He said, you and your whole family, because I have found you righteous in this generation. Y'all, listen, God is looking for righteous people, even in a wicked generation. Will you be counted amongst the righteous? Oh God, I want to be counted as one of the righteous okay so he told him he said take all of the animals and creatures that have come to you as well inside the ark then God tells him seven days from now I will reign on the earth for 40 days and 40 nights and I will wipe from the face of the earth, every living creature I made. And then verse six says, and Noah did all the Lord commanded. Remember that God does not want any to die. He wants all to come to repentance and live. Now here's the thing. Noah was living in a time where there was a lot of corruption. There was a lot of wickedness going on in the earth. Yet we know from this account that he was one that maintained his integrity with God. He walked with him. He was blameless in the eyesight of God. Not that he didn't do wrong or sin, um, on occasion, but that he confessed that sin, that he got in right order with God. He did not want anything to separate him from God. Okay. We need to connect with God and we need to stay connected with God. Even when we falter, even when we fall, get back up, confess. He is a loving and faithful God. Now this testimony about Noah doing all that the Lord commanded, it was given twice in chapter uh, six and seven, once in chapter six, and then the other in chapter seven. This is a beautiful testimony to his obedience to God. And as a result, he reaps a reward. He and his family escaped punishment. Y'all, again, this is what we want as well. We want to have this testimony rather from God about us that we did all that he commanded. So what do I want to say to you today? What can we learn from this just little a little account of Noah? Do not conform to the pattern of this world. Let God be the center and focus of your hearts. And everything opposing God, let that thing be false and off limits to you. It seems like that's what Noah did. Once God equips you with the information, do like Noah did. Do not hesitate to obey him. Act right away. Get busy on the assignment uh, that he has given you to do. Also, don't worry about the ridicule. Don't worry about the criticism. Don't worry about people laughing at you and maybe wanting to cancel you because you're doing something that they've never seen done before because you are different because you stand firm in the word of God. Keep doing what God told you. Keep living in the right manner. Why? Because the one who can do 
anything about it sees. Remember, the word said God saw the wickedness. So if God saw the wickedness, he also sees the righteousness because he saw Noah and he did not allow Noah and his clan to be caught up in the punishment of the wicked. Y'all, that's a word right there. Listen, we don't need to be persuaded to pursue unrighteousness because of the pressure of culture. Do not cave in to culture. Stay centered in, in God, okay? We shouldn't allow the culture to take over the community of Christ. Uh, did you get that? I hope that makes sense to you. Now, even though you don't understand, know that it will work out for your good. Because if God gives it to you, he's going to bring you through it. He'll give you the understanding at the needed time. So trust God. Trust what he says. He will never lead you astray. And notice this, don't challenge God when you don't understand. You, If you have a question, ask, but just get busy. Apparently there was a very good relationship between Noah and God because the Bible doesn't give us any rebuttal. It doesn't give us any word that Noah says to God at all. All Noah does is do. <laughs> Y'all. That's how we've got to be. And then finally, just believe what God said. It's important. There were some things that Noah, God told Noah to do to prepare for what was coming. We need to have our ears open too. God is speaking and he's telling us how to prepare for what is coming. We do not need to delay. We need to get busy being prepared. There's nothing wrong with preparation time. It's not wasted time. The difficulty comes when trouble comes and you haven't prepared. Prepare, okay? Take God at his word. He's speaking to us as he spoke to Noah, as he spoke to those people of Noah's day. So Father, today, help us to hear your word, to know your word, to follow your word, obey your word without hesitancy, without reluctance, Father God, that we will be about the things that you are calling us to do. Help us, Lord God, to be prepared for whatever days that are ahead. You are God, and we know that you will not leave us without instruction. So we thank you for the instruction, Lord. In your son's name we pray. All right, y'all, this has been your daily dose. Remember this, a daily dose of God's word is good for the soul. Be blessed. <laughs>